Hi, I'm Omari. And hi, I'm Ethan. And this is the third episode of Corona Kids. A podcast where we talk about some of the questions that kids have about COVID-19, the disease caused by the novel coronavirus SARS-CoV-2. Okay, Omari, on one of the first episodes that we had, you said that you weren't feeling very worried about the coronavirus because there were fewer than 100 cases, confirmed cases of COVID-19 in Kingston, the city where we live. So I just checked before we started this conversation, and there are now 164 confirmed positive cases of COVID-19 in Kingston. So how are you feeling now about the coronavirus? Well, um, I'm medium high scared. What what does that mean to you to be medium well, high mean, scared? It's like a little more scared than just medium. Mm-hmm. Are you still feeling like you're pretty safe though? Yeah. Why is that? Um, because we only go out on hikes and walks on weekends. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's a lower risk of getting COVID-19 on the weekend? Yeah. Why is that? Because I think maybe more people are out on the week. I see. So maybe it's easier to stay away from people if it's yeah. a weekend? I understand. Okay, well, why don't you start with one of your questions now? Okay, why don't we get to have playdates? Yeah, this is a tough one. And I know a lot of kids are wondering the same things. They miss seeing their friends. Do you miss seeing your friends? Yes. Who are some of the friends that you miss seeing the most? Um, Ricardo, but... Ricardo's one of them, and Samuel, Brian, but still I can talk to them on Teams. Mm-hmm. And I know that Aiden has asked if he could have a playdate with you recently, and what did we have to say? No. Why do you think you can't have playdates with your friends right now? Um, because of the coronavirus. Well, yes, but why specifically? What What does it help to not see your friends right now? Mm, I'm not sure. Do you remember how we talked about how COVID-19 is spread? How if someone has the coronavirus inside of them, and they might not even be feeling sick, they might not know that they have it inside of them, They might go over to, uh, let's say, go to a grocery store, and it just so happens that that person gets close to one of your friend's cousins, and it happens that your friend's cousin gets a little bit of that virus in them, and then your friend's cousin decides to come home and sees their mom, and then their mom goes over to one of your friend's house to drop off some food, maybe, and then what might happen? It'll spread. It could spread. And so if you then have someone from that house come over to our house, or if you go over to that house, what is the risk there? 
them, it might spread to me. Yeah. So the idea behind social distancing is really two things. One, something we've already talked about before, is that if we go out into public or if like we go on a hike, we try to stay at least 42 feet away from people, right? Yeah. Is it 42 or is it less? Less. Just six. At least six feet away. Yeah. Uh, So that's part of it. And that's so, like we talked about last time as well, since the disease spreads through little droplets of spit and saliva, it's to make sure that we're not close enough to someone that even if they're talking, maybe if some spit comes out of their mouth, that we're far enough away that it won't get to us. But the other thing is, is making sure that we don't go interact or see people that we aren't seeing every day. And that's because every time we go interact with one other person, we are increasing the risk of maybe exposing ourselves to that disease or them to that disease as well unnecessarily. So I know it's really tough right now to not see your friends, but that's why we're not having play dates. Are you finding other ways to stay connected to your friends right now, even though you can't see them in person? Yeah, like I already talked about, um, I can call them on Teams. Yeah, so your school is using Teams, which is a program from Microsoft that allows you to have video conferences and video calls with some of your friends? Yeah, but if they're offline, if you and if you call them, they won't answer. That's true. You know who did answer this week? Who? Megan from California. We added a new feature to the podcast. If you'd like to call us and leave us a question, you can call us at, uh, what's her phone number, Omari? Um, our phone number is 845-481-3620. Yeah, and we will play your question on a future episode of Corona Kids and talk about it. So let's listen to Megan's question. Hi, Corona Kids. My name is Megan. I live in Berkeley, California, and I'm 37 years old. And my question for you is, do you think that people are going to go back to shaking hands? Or is there going to be a new way that we greet someone or introduce ourselves to someone? Thanks for answering my question. Well, thanks for the question, Megan. And what do you think, Omari? Do you think we're going to go back to shaking hands or maybe kissing each other on the cheek when we meet in public in the future? No, because I don't think the coronavirus is over because it's possible that the coronavirus will be over in four years. Okay, so let's talk about between now and... And in four years, let's assume that maybe some things are reopened, that maybe we go back to school, maybe we start going to the playground again, and you see one of your friends, or I see one of my friends when I'm out at the grocery store, you don't think that I'm going to go shake someone's hand, and you're not going to go shake someone's hand or give them a hug right now? Not right now. I'm... Like, before we did this podcast, we talked about, like, greeting with six feet sticks. 
So that was one of your ideas, that right now you could carry around a six-foot-long stick. And what would you do with that stick when you saw someone you wanted to... Or touch each other with the sticks. Touch that person or just, like, tap sticks? Yeah, like, tap sticks. But it has to be a little more... At least a little more than 12 feet long, then. That's that's a long stick to carry around. No, the the path. Oh, for the two people? Yeah, how who... wide it is. Right, because 6 times 2 is 12. Yeah, yeah, and including you, that takes, like, a little feet. Like, your feet mm-hmm. is about, like, 1 feet long. Yeah, so that's one idea. We talked about a couple of other things that people had been doing before the uh, before COVID-19 became a little bit more severe. Do you remember what those other ways to greet people were that people had started to develop? Well, elbow something. Elbow bumps. Do you remember who did an elbow bump on TV? Um, Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden. Right. When we were watching the Democratic primary debate back in, in March, they greeted each other with an elbow bump. And I told you about one other one that I had heard about that some kids are starting to use. Do you remember what that one is? Um, toe something or foot something? Yeah, doing foot taps. So you would kind of get a few feet away from someone, then stick your foot out, and then... It's almost like a high five, but with your feet. Are you interested in either of those ways to greet somebody? I'm more interested in a foot bump. I mean, foot tap because you touch less of them in case they have the coronavirus. So, so they only get a little less coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's a really good question, and I think one thing that's going to be hard for people is once we start going out again and we see people that we know and we miss, people are really going to want to reach out and and connect with them in a meaningful way. So giving them a hug mm-hmm. or standing close to them and being affectionate with them, and it's going to be really hard to adapt to to the new realities of maybe having to do six-foot-long stick taps. Yeah. We'll be right back. After this public service announcement. Practice social distancing. Stay at least six feet away from people you don't live with if possible. You can stop the spread of COVID-19. What's next on your list today, Omari? Can coronavirus go through doors? Hmm. Do you have any ideas on this one? I don't know. What I meant is, like, if the door is closed, can it go, like, through the door? Like, a ghost can go through doors. Is the SARS-CoV-2 virus, the novel coronavirus that causes COVID-19, is it a ghost? No. So if you had to guess whether the virus can squeeze through a door what what would your guess be no yeah you're i think you're right there are some scenarios if we think about maybe if you have well a screen door right it could go through a screen door yeah could it go through a solid wooden door yeah if there's if there's 
little like little openings in the wood. If there was a big crack in the door, maybe. Yeah, like maybe like little openings. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Do you think it's very likely that this coronavirus could come through a door though in that way? No. Yeah, I I don't think I would worry about it coming through a closed door. And even if you open up your window and you have a screen on your window, let's say, the coronavirus, as far as scientists know, isn't just floating around in the air everywhere, right? It's in people's bodies and then they have to sneeze or cough or talk and spit a little bit and have those droplets or aerosols travel through the air and then come into contact with either your mouth or your nose or if it lands on a hard table like if you touched it and then instead of washing your hands you put your fingers on your eye or on your nose that's how it spreads around so i think we can say that even if under very unusual circumstances a little bit of the SARS-CoV-2 virus did make it through like a screen door or a crack in a door it, it's it's very unlikely and it's very unlikely that that's going to to make you sick i think you should feel safe when you're at home and the door is closed yeah i feel like that too yeah let me ask you this it's now been i think seven and a half weeks since you were last in school how is it feeling being away from school and being at home with your parents and having to try to continue to learn things on your own? Kind of happy and kind of sad. The sad thing is that I can't like learn that much because if I go to school, I'll learn a lot. And what I'm happy is I'm with you. I'm really happy to see you more too. And even though it can be challenging right now, there are a lot of articles being written now about how difficult it is for parents who are trying to work from home. And this is, you know, even like we talked about uh, last week, this is for, you know, privileged families who have their own home and who still have work. There's so many people who have lost their jobs because businesses have closed during the coronavirus pandemic. Um, But it's so challenging because you're trying to learn and you need a lot of support because you're only 72 years old. No, I'm six years old. I'm sorry. So you need some support trying to get through your day, but we're also trying to get our work done and we don't have a lot of space in our home to be able to set up independently and work in separate spaces so it's it's tough right now but I do love that we get to spend more time together and we're finding ways to have fun what are some of the fun things that we're doing to try to pass the time while you're learning from home um the fun things oh fun for me is that can play the hockey video game more oh the first time I played that game is when um schools are closed or not yet? Yeah, it it had just closed and I 
thought maybe it would be a nice thing to help distract you and make this time feel a little bit different by letting you play a video game for the first time in your life. Yeah. Does Do you think your mother really likes that you're playing video games now? No. I Yeah, I think you're right about that. When I played against my mom last time, I won 3-2. What else other than playing this video game, though, are you doing to try to... Oh, I can cuddle a ducky. Oh, you got that little duck stuffed animal. Yeah, do you want to give a shout out to the people from the Hodge that you miss? Shout out to Miss Paula, Mr. Jalen, and Miss Sue, and Mr. Matt for giving me um, a ducky. Yeah, you really love that ducky. Do you want to share one more thing that you're doing to try to stay healthy and entertained and get some good exercise during this time? Yeah. I have lots of good things on my schedule, like family exercise, which helps you, like, grow and not, like, die. That's good. That's what we're we're trying to do, to grow and not die. What specifically do you do during family exercise time? I sometimes do a Cosmic Kids yoga. Yeah, anything else? Sometimes I do exercise with you, like soccer. Mm-hmm. We're playing soccer in the backyard. And yeah, and you or got grass your grass hockey. You got your first hockey stick, and we're playing hockey in the backyard with a tennis ball and with grass. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's kind of hard to play hockey because. The grass, you can't really shoot it. Is there anything else you want to say before we sign off on episode three? Nope. Well, thanks for listening to the third episode of Corona Kids. Again, if you have a question you'd like us to talk about on a future episode, what's our phone number, Omari? 845 481 3620. You can also email us at coronakidpodcast at gmail.com. Both that number and that email address are in the episode description. See you next time. Bye. Peace.